and welcome to Mirror Studies, a podcast about John Mirror. I'm your host, Jill, here with my co-host. Lucas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 12. 12. This was a Jill choice. Yeah. And you chose an unexpected song. If I had made a list of the top 40 songs we were going to cover mm-hmm. on this podcast, about half of the songs we had done so far wouldn't have been on that list. <laughs> and about half the songs that were on the list we haven't even covered yet. Um, but this one for sure is uh, a dark horse, if you will. And I will. And it's only because I felt like we should do a song off Paradise Valley. Mm-hmm. So I'm and you not... didn't want to do Who You Love with Katy Perry? No, I don't want to do that at all. Oh, okay. We all know right. I'm very jealous of Katy Perry. I guess we know what my next pick's going to be. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to talk about it. But there were definitely other songs that mm-hmm. I was more excited to talk about. Right. But we need to... Sp- Spread the love around to all the albums and all the songs. You so. thought like Paradise Valley was starting to feel neglected. Yeah, I don't want to hurt its feelings. Of course not. Yeah. You're so you're so kind that way. Thank you. I am always worried about inanimate objects feelings. I was gonna say, I was literally about to say you were very conscientious of the feelings of things that are inanimate. Right. So. We have two cars in our family, and the other day I was like, Well, we need to drive this car because we haven't in a while and it's probably feeling neglected. <laughs> Definitely don't want to feel make it feel left out. No. So before we talk about the song, we'll have a little bit of John in the news. There's not much today. No. Um, what about the, are you going to talk about the Bob Saget thing that you watched? That is exactly what I'm going to talk about. Oh, nice. Did Sweet. you ever watch it? Uh, I haven't watched it. However, a mm-hmm. little tidbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was reading, researching for this song. I saw somewhere where John said that this song, Badge and Gun, mm-hmm. was Bob Saget's favorite John Mayer yes. song. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Because he also sang Stop This Train on the Netflix special and we just, just did that Stop song. This Train like two weeks ago. And then I saw that he said this is Bob Saget's favorite song too. I'm like, what is happening right now? This is so crazy. The spirit of Bob Saget is upon us. Right? And he's so important to me because I watched Full House. Well, this isn't unique because everybody, I watched Full House growing up and then my children discovered it mm-hmm. like in syndication and then my kids were, well, one kid was all about the... Uh, the reboot on Netflix. Fuller House. Fuller House. You know, I together. tried to get through that. We watched the full first season, I think, mm-hmm. and then somewhere on the second season, I just lost the interest in it. How? Why? It's so cute. It's 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 a very particular show for a very particular person. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not the target no. audience. Well, and I just hated how when it first came out, everyone's like, oh my God, this is so cheesy. I'm sorry, did you watch the first Right, yeah, yeah. You, you have to know that what going is... in, right? Yeah, I always get so mad about that. Do you remember TGIF on of ABC? Of course I do. On ABC? It was... Step by Step. Full House. Mm-hmm. Family Matters. Then Step by Step. Was it just those three? No, there's four. I feel like there was a fourth. Yeah. And that's what my question to you. I remember those three. Same again? Full yeah. House. Oh, you said Family Matters. Oh, Step by Step, Family Matters. What was the 930 show? Or was Step by Step the 930 show? All I know is that this boy at my high school named Matt Spear, who I had a huge crush on, mm-hmm. was on an episode of Step by Step. No way. And I taped it on VHS and rewatched it like a thousand times. Nice. I know. He had a line too. Just one. <laughs> <laughs> I remember way too much I was going to say, this. do you remember the line? I remember the scene. <laughs> Give me the line. Let's no, look I don't know. No? I, I hope Matt Spear doesn't listen to this. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> He's going to be like, dang, I didn't realize I had it like that. I, I, I should have shot my shot back then. <laughs> oh, no. Matt, he was way out of my league. Oh, Matt, Although if you're listening, did, go ahead and shoot your shot now. We did slow dance at a at party at Amy's house. Okay, moving on. Back to, to John in the News. Did you slow dance to Badge and Gun? No. No, because it wasn't out yet. not come out yet. I know. It was like... um. Like boys to men or all for one or some name. Oh, was like it I swear in it. by yes, all for one? Yes, it was yes. literally I swear. Yes. How did you know that? <laughs> I mean, because we went to high school at the same time. I know the songs. It was a big deal. Shout out 1997. Because he asked me to dance. 
and I was wearing my maroon bodysuit okay. with my guest jeans and a flannel shirt tied around my waist, which I could get away with wearing now because yeah. that's how the girls dress again. I'm told that everything that is uh, that is new is old. I wish I would have kept all my clothes. Or everything that is old is new either okay. way. We got to get back to some folks. We got to talk about no some one John want, No one wanted to hear that story from my life. So, uh, yeah, I did watch the Bob Saget. I think it's called like Dirty Daddy is actually the name of it. Okay. Um, I watched it. It was very good. Um, John's performance of Stop This Train literally broke my heart. Aww. And then they play that performance over the credits at the end, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's a little bit of a spoiler alert that I shared that. And so I do want to appreciate that Etienne Daniel CA on Instagram was like, did you watch it? And I was like, no. He's like, okay, I don't want to spoil it for you. So um, watch it, and then we'll talk about it. And I appreciate that he didn't. And I apologize to everyone I just spoiled it for. <laughs> I don't think it's a spoiler. If in, in the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I felt I liked not knowing because they were okay. like, "Oh, you're gonna sing a song, right?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, oh, "What's he gonna sing?" And then it was this song, and it made me want to cry. That's all, my John in the news. Okay, awesome. Uh, so let's jump into the song bio. This song is from Paradise Valley. We have not talked about Paradise Valley yet. Uh, this is one of the less popular of John's albums. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fair. Um, it is one. This is Montana record, right? So right. this is a very Montana. It's par- named after where he lives in Montana, or lived. I think he may have sold the property since. I don't know. No, I, I keep think up he with still owns that, that house, but now there's like all this flooding there too, which oh, I really? thought was weird that we were talking about this album when that happened. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So it's named after Paradise Valley, mm-hmm. Montana. Uh, it's the same, mostly the same crew that worked on Born and Raised, mm-hmm. uh, and similar sort of Western almost quasi-country feel. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes almost like cornally so. Is cornally a word? We'll talk, we'll talk about that as we get into it because there's a one part of this song that mm-hmm. drives me up the wall. Absolutely. Oh God, your volume, volume just got so it's, high. It, oh my gosh. It's just so pandering. Anyways. Uh, yes. Came out in 2013. It was released a year after Born and Raised. So these albums came in relatively quick succession, after, especially after the long break he had after Continuum mm-hmm. and long break after Battle Studies. Uh, he was still continuing to rehab his voice um, and you know, kind of deal with all of those things. So it's an older, more introspective John than mm-hmm. we get as a young man. My favorite kind of John. Yeah, this was definitely a transition to I'm not in the limelight. I'm not trying to be a star, John. Yeah. I just want to write songs. Mm-hmm. And it's reflected in the songs. There's not a whole lot of pop bangers mm-hmm. um, on this record. Maybe Who You Love accepted. Please stop with talking about With an actual pop that. star on it. Why? Because I don't like to think of him having a girlfriend. <laughs> They're not together anymore. You know, but I it's think he over. still loves her. Oh, who wouldn't? I have a song bio piece. Oh, that's great. Throw it in there. So I didn't even have to look it up. Don't look at my notes. I just knew off the top of my head that the cover of Paradise Valley has John's dog Moose on it. Oh, you are are the number one person to go to for Moose News. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I should make that a segment. Do you want to hear something crazy? John News and then Moose News. (laughs) I'm just going to call the segment Moose News from now on regardless. Nice. Um, So we love a John dog moment. We do. And it's. Oh, was that a question? Or we... No, sorry. Okay. <laughs> we do. Let me t- fix my inflection there. I apologize. And um, it's so cute because John's like wearing 14 coats, looking off into the distance, and Moose is looking at him like so lovingly. Aww. But I work for the Humane Society. Yes, you do. Not the United States one. Just, sorry, I threw a pen. Um, just an independent Humane Society. Mm-hmm. And one of my coworkers left to go work closer to Los Angeles. I forget what city, but she's like 
down that direction. Okay. And I hadn't heard from her in like six months. And she messaged me on Instagram and she's like, girl, John Muir's dog came in for an appointment today. Like, I could not wait to get much of my phone and tell you. And I was like, did he bring the dog in? She's like, no, absolutely not. Oh, some sort of assistant. I was like, ah, oh, That makes so sense, cool. right? That makes sense. He's probably not running those kind of errands by himself. Prob- apparently not. Um, Had she notified there. you earlier, mm-hmm. would you have dropped everything to drive down there? No, absolutely not. Oh, okay. It's wildly inappropriate to hijack someone at their dog's veterinary appointment. I also never would have believed that he was taking his dog. You know what vet. I you know what I appreciate about, about you? Hmm. Despite the unbridled nature of your crush on this man. Unbr- that is such a good word for my crush. Oh, on. Yeah. Unbridled crush. Go ahead. Uh you still have this level of decorum of like, <laughs> oh no, that'd be highly inappropriate to talk to him here. I I want to talk to him deeply, badly, truly. Yeah, on but, his terms. But only in the appropriate setting. Yes. Yeah, like when we talked about what would you say we put on Instagram what was the, if you were to yeah. be at the same party to him what would you say to him and I was like oh I would say like how receptive are you to me gushing about how much I love your music right now or would you rather I just leave you alone right and if he said leave me alone I would probably never be okay again but I'd have self-respect yeah and you were like you're just gonna walk up and talk to him like he's a normal person because he is a normal person I would I would try to talk about something very not John Mayer related yeah oh that would be hard for me I would be like hey how's Moose <laughs> I heard you took him to the vet. Oh, no, your assistant did. I, so I feel like that. So I'm not nearly as famous as John Mayer, right? Not oh, really? I hadn't noticed. Yes. But occasionally there's sometimes there's people who know like too much about me for the nature of our yeah. relationship. Yeah. Right? Like I don't really know you that well, but you know a lot about because my life is like semi-public. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's always sort of like this disquieting feeling for me. Yeah. So I would think I would much rather like avoid that and just talk to him in the way I would talk to somebody who wasn't famous and who I didn't happen to have a podcast about and know a whole bunch of stuff about. <laughs> I don't know how to introduce that when I mean him. By the way, I talk about you once a week with my friend Lucas in my living room. All right. Um, I actually am glad you said it that way because now it makes more sense to me because I'm not famous at all. Mm-hmm. But I used to work in a minor league baseball stadium and I did the on-field promotion so I controlled things like who would play in the games and then when someone would win something like, you know, round-trip tickets on Southwest, I was just the one handing it to him, but uh-huh. in their mind, you were giving it. It came yes. from you. Yes, and it was like a whole lifetime ago, like 20 years ago or something. People will still stop me and like, oh my god, and tell me this whole story, and I have no memory of it. Right. And because that, you did it every single night. Exactly. Yeah. And so even though there wasn't social media back then, like there's still I would get like spotted and people. It's like this mini celebrity. Right. It was a very big deal in this one baseball stadium on this one street. I know that exact feeling. Yeah. And yeah. one time this guy. I ran into a couple years later and now there is social media mm-hmm. this is several years later and he and we're not friends on social media and I have my full name um, because I'm divorced but I didn't want to change my name back so I'm right. the same name as a kid so he said my full name to me he oh, was like wow. okay Jillian Sheehan Henderson and I was like I'm so sorry what did you just say but even though I've admitted on the podcast before we all look people up on the internet you don't need to be ashamed right was, it really was jarring yeah so I don't know what I'm gonna do well John knows he's famous I'm what, I just want to tell him how much I like his music I'm not gonna be like I know your dog's name Moose Okay. That's not my fault. I know that. I, I just feel like at that level, if he if you were to run into him on the rooftop bar of the Rowan in Palm Springs, for example. <laughs> my, where I hang out all the time. I have nothing to do with him. Yeah. All right. And just maybe you want to talk about, hey, what beverage is that that you've got here? I'm looking for a nice mocktail. <laughs> I feel like we're doing anything we can not to, to talk not about talk the about the song. <laughs> all right. We're not that excited. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> your favorite or notable versions of this song. Um, which is also going to be a pretty thin category. Exactly, it's so ridiculous. Because I just know the one. Um, so I will say uh, he did perform the song live uh, at 
during a like sort of pandemic-y music cares thing mm -hmm. uh it was to like benefit uh i don't remember whoever music cares benefits which is a, a musician's a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. uh he did a, a show for them during the pandemic or not a show he did a like live streamed virtual, virtual yeah. thing for them and then I did watch a YouTube video of him playing this uh, in like 2021 mm -hmm. live. And everyone in the comment section on YouTube was freaking out. They're like, this was probably the first time he ever performed it live. And Whoa. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. All hmm. that stuff. So, and it was just him and acoustic guitar, you know. So. Oh, that's kind of one of my favorite John performances is just John and acoustic guitar. There's yeah. no distractions. So for me, it's the album cover and the, or the album version. And there's not really anything to compete with it. Um, I agree. So that's my favorite and or notable version. And mm -hmm. I just want to say that I feel like it has a lullaby quality. Okay. And I feel like it has Walt Grace vibes, which is probably why it's one of my two favorite songs on the album. We really need to do Walt Grace sooner rather than later. I think I'll just pick it next time. Yeah, because you keep talking about it. And yeah. I honestly, like, I've known you for a billion years. We talk Literally. about John Mayer all the time. Yeah. I have no idea why you're so deeply connected to the song. I'm afraid that we built it up too much and people are going to be like, that was a letdown. No, okay. <laughs> but all right. it's happening anyway in three episodes from now. There we go. Um, okay, so song meaning. I yeah. really am excited to get into this because okay. I have always read it. The one very specific way okay. is that John is at home, mm -hmm. maybe because of the vocal rest, right. maybe because of his break from Hollywood, mm -hmm. of becoming a reformed egomaniac, as he once referred to himself. Right. I didn't make that up because I'm not clever enough to. And it's like, oh, my badge and gun is my guitar and my tour, and yeah. I want to get out back on the road. It's calling to me, and oh, I say I want to be home and have a home life, but as it turns out, I really have to go chase the storm, right? Mm -hmm. But there's this whole, I went on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Took a page out of your book. Good job of finding it. Page out of your internet tab. It's, it's a deep hole. It's a I'm deep not hole a when fan. you go there. I find it overwhelming. <laughs> Way too overwhelming. And other people are like, oh, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. His badge and gun is is him going to Montana, leaving touring, leaving this Hollywood life, going and being a reformed egomaniac. And I just find that wildly inaccurate. But I guess uh -huh. it's it's art, so it could be interpreted in multiple ways. All right. What do you think? Um, I hold to your yeah, I think most people do. Uh, interpretation of it. And there's several reasons why. For one, I've been hiding here for seven months or so. Okay. You're not hiding in L.A., right? No. You're not hiding when you're... Not the way he lives in L.A. And so this song, you know, this song is not, like, my favorite song. It doesn't, like, particularly have strong emotion ties to it. But that sense of, like, badging gun is, you know, so when you watch those cop movies, right, and, like, mm -hmm. you get in trouble and you're suspended, like, turn on your badge and gun. It's, yeah. like, your right to do that thing that you want to do. And your equipment yeah. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's, like, I w give me that back. I got to go back to work. Mm -hmm. Right? And back so, out in the field. Yeah. This is very much, like, how I felt during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Not that we're out of the pandemic, but during the quarantine, during the shutdown, because yeah. I'm such a social person. I'm such an extrovert that, like, not being able to go out and meet new people and, like, just have random conversations or hang out with my friends or my family was very taxing on me emotionally. Um, I don't even like thinking about it. That was a rough time. Uh, and so, like, that sense of, like, hey, give me these things. And, yeah, like, let's go. Yeah, let's go back to that yeah. thing. I totally get. And also, as a musician, like, you go too long without playing, without, especially without performing. For mm -hmm. those of us who, like, have that performer gene. And it's, like... This is what I do, right? Yeah. My badge to get up in front of people mm -hmm. and do this thing that I love. And he had his revoked for whatever the cause you want to read into it, whether it's yeah. health related, mm -hmm. whether it's uh, blowback related. I mean, it was 
mostly health related, yeah. I, I would think. Or combination of the yeah. two, where yeah. it's like, I just need to lay low for a while. And he's mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm, I've paid my dues. I'm ready yeah. to get out there and try and find out who I am again. Exactly. Yeah. I don't feel like the song holds any special meaning to me or applies to my life. Uh-huh. Um, we usually talk about that. Does it have, well, I mean, obviously you can understand the musicianship part like you shared, mm-hmm. but is it very personal to you? Probably not. No, not super personal. Just yeah. like I, I, but I also, I don't think this song is like that deep, right? Yeah. It's So I get it. I think I get it on the level that it exists on, which is like, Surface. yeah, I'm yeah. ready to go. Like, sure. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into the lyrics. Yeah. So one of my favorite lyrics is one where he's talking about his friends because um, he's going to up and leave, and he they probably saw they it They probably saw anyway. it coming, yeah. Yeah, I just, he, you could tell his friendships not having anything to do with the song, but just from, you know, on Instagram or when you see people talk about him or interact with him, his friendships are so deep, kind of like his friends are family. Uh-huh. Um, so I just thought it was cute that it was, you know, he expected his friends to see it. But my actual favorite lyric is, this house is safe and warm, but I was made to chase the storm. Because I'm a person who needs John Mayer to go on tour. Okay, But I'm right. also a person who loves to stay at home. You <laughs> do love to stay at home. So I'm better now. Okay. You, you, you are, would admit that. You are coming out of your yeah. shell. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't think I'm in a shell. I never stop talking, but I'm coming out of my house. Okay. <laughs> This, like, you know, the shell is my if house. If you're a turtle, your shell is your house, right? <laughs> and, yeah, and stick it everywhere with you. What are some of your favorite lyrics? Oh, oh no, why don't you tell us the one you think's pandering? Let's start there. Oh, it's not even a lyric. The worst part of this song is not a lyric. It is that goldarn horse clomping sound. What? About halfway through the song. You don't know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, I you're just gonna, listen to it for you. This is gonna too. blow your mind next time you listen to it. Is that all I'm gonna hear now? Listen to, uh, I sh- gosh, I should know. I'll timestamp it for you, but um, it might even be after the second. And and so the pro- the s- structure of the song is weird. I don't even know which part to call the chorus, mm-hmm. right? So in in this, we would just call it an A section and a B section because there's not a very specific chorus and verse. Mm-hmm. You could, I could see an interpretation either way. But I think it might be after the, I can't remember what it's for, I ain't been on those stairs in so long. Yeah. There's like a musical break and you can hear, so you ever watch like movies and they do the sound of like what a horse yeah, would sound like clumping? Yeah. It's in the song. Really? Yes. Okay, I'll listen to that. Do you know what I think my favorite use of real sound in a song is ever? What? Olivia Rodrigo, Driver's License. How at the start, it's like oh, when you turn the, your car turn on, the ignition. And, uh-huh. and, but it's like that beeping sound it does. You don't have your seatbelt on yeah. or whatever, or the door's open. And I was just like, that is so cute. But then like after the four millionth time I've heard it, mm-hmm. I wanted to like pick the song up and throw it through a window at that part. So. Oh, I've never wanted to throw it out the window. I am a... a oh, a, I love her. It's just a lot of exposure. I'm an O-Rod stan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like A-Rod. Yeah. But different. Yeah. Um. So you actually mentioned a lyric I wanted to discuss real quick, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. And it's about the cellar door. Okay. Can you read that lyrics? I can. I don't have my lyrics with me The today. lock is on the cellar door. I can't remember what it's for. I ain't been down those stairs in oh so long. What is it about? The internet, especially at Johnny Whitlock, okay. wants to know. This is early, but at Johnny Whitlock said, I think the lock is on the cellar door bit is him questioning what he got rid of from his past. And then many other people were just like, what is the, and I'm like, I don't know, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what do you think it is? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think my, my interpretation is probably pretty similar. Mm-hmm. When he got there, when he got to Montana, whether figuratively or literally, you know, you put these things away, mm-hmm. right? These things are like, okay, I'm not going to use that for a while. Mm-hmm. And then you lock it up and you haven't been down there in so long, you haven't used them. 
And now he's like, I don't even remember what I was hiding from anymore or putting away. Mm. Like, you know, and whatever it is down there, it doesn't matter anymore. Okay, you know what? Because I was reading it like the locks on the cellar door. He couldn't remember what it was that was down there. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's he can't remember what the lock was for. Yeah. So, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I had this like brilliant epiphany where I thought I was so clever because clearly I wasn't reading the lyrics good at all because uh-huh. I just decided the cellar was a wine cellar. I'm oh, like, oh, nice. This is obviously when he decided to get sober. I'm not even going to look into it. <laughs> and then I was like thinking about it. And I'm like, wait, that album's in what year? Oh, shoot. No, that's not right. right. <laughs> it's not I a wine didn't cellar. Match up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. So it's like he locked up the badge and gun. Yeah. And he's like, why do I even have a lock on this? I don't even know what I put down there. Yeah. And whatever it is, it doesn't matter i know who i am and i'm ready to go back to being that okay i'll accept that i think sometimes we do that to ourselves we put ourselves whether maybe not on the big scale like moving to montana yeah but we put ourselves in jail right or like Mm -hmm. purgatory Mm -hmm. or whatever like because we're ashamed of something or we know there's something in us that we need to fix and that's totally okay there are some there are times we need to take a break yeah and i'm like i need to pause this thing or pause all of the things Mm -hmm. and work on myself and heal and get in a place where i can go back and i feel like this is a song about that he's like yeah i I hit the pause button yeah Uh, i put all these other things away because i needed to get some things right I've spent the time. I've been hiding here for seven months. Yeah. Now I'm ready to unpause and I'm ready to go back and see if I can be a better me now that it's fixed, you know, mm-hmm. um, and not just leave everything away. So I, that part, I, I totally get. Yeah. And did you want to discuss anything else about the lyrics? My on? favorite lyric oh, yeah, is, no, it's all good, is at the very end, um, a copy of your key is hanging where it used to be. Good as you've always been to me, the life I live is somewhere out there, right? So it's not that he's like, oh, I'm so sick of this place. Oh, Montana Mm, sucks. It's not necessarily that he's leaving a bad situation, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, you've been good to me. This is not, like, I'm not running away from something that's horrible. I'm not being chased out of here. I just know who I am. Mm -hmm. And I know what I need. And I know what brings me joy. He's like, somewhere out there, that's the life. My life is over that hill, right? And I'm going to go and I'm going to do it. And I think so much we also always want to frame everything as good versus bad, like that dichotomy of good versus evil. Sometimes you can choose a different good over another thing that's also good. Yeah. They're just good in different ways, and one might be good and more equally suited for you. Mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and he does go back there and still have the house, is my understanding. Mm-hmm. So that does make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I thought he was like talking to a person. I'm like, who is he dating then? Because that's what I'm always worried about. You know, I thought that at first because it but seems like, like he's talking to somebody. But yeah, as I, yeah. as I listen to it he's more. He's talking to himself. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a person i think it's just it's a location it's yeah. a time in his life it's maybe a, even the town or the people mm-hmm. um that have been good to him and helped him nurse himself back to health and helped him get some things right and now you go out and try it again yeah and if it blows up again you go back and start all over again i'm glad it didn't blow up again yeah okay so more listener feedback at shiloh lynn richter richter said the guy who wrote Belief and Waiting on the World to Change, setting out to do something about it, which I thought was an interesting take. It was more like a literal yeah, and badge I, and gun. Which I don't think is John at all. I don't think he, he has the interest of doing anything about it. Oh, I disagree. I think he does. He's just, in my opinion, smart enough not to do it publicly. Okay. Like, he's not going to be an activist if you will but he mm-hmm. still donates his money and or takes steps to right. change oh, and, the world and, and, quietly and which is, i as you know yeah. have a thing about celebrities telling me what to think and what to do and so i respect his approach more and i know that he is definitely uh he's got involved with a veterans charity 
of some it's sort. It's his charity. It's his charity? Okay. Yeah. Because I've yeah. heard him talk about it on numerous occasions mm-hmm. and how important that is to him mm-hmm. and, you know, how that helped him, that experience kind of helped him move past, like, the partisan, like, I believe this versus I believe this and just kind of focus on people. Yeah. Um, but as far as, yeah, so doing that stuff, I'm not saying, I don't want to dis- discredit or dis- or devalue any of that stuff. Yeah. Because it's all, it's all valuable. But I also don't think of John Mayer as a warrior who's out here to change the world. I do. Okay, I well. disagree. <laughs> you can be, yeah, there's all types of warriors. All right. Okay, at the real slim KDO. Um, hold on, I was part I wanted to read from her. Okay, I always thought it was interesting. He says, quote, this house is safe and warm, but I was made to chase the storm, end quote. When hey, that's he, your favorite. It is, yes. I think this is the second or third time Slim Katie and I have agreed on something. When he has a whole song about wanting to stay put and be a house cat. IDK, which means I don't know for the older folks. All right. Thanks Maybe for the translation. Maybe he was desperate when he was silent. LOL. I also really want to know what he's talking about when he references the cellar door. Curious what y'all say. Um, so I did think that's interesting, too. She makes a good point because I think a lot of John's songs, I never thought this before, but it's like, what do you want, man? Do you want to be at home and have a normal <laughs> life or do you want to be a rock star? You can have both, dude. You it, can do it. And you can also want both. Yeah, and, and like, you're right. So often we want to think that things are mutually exclusive, and they're not, yes, right? Or right or wrong, as you just said. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You can also you can have those moments where, I mean, I think my wife is a good example of this, where she goes through those phases where she's like, I could not get her out of the house with a crowbar. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not happening. She's home. She, all she cares about, all, all we want to do is put money in the house. I want to decorate the house. I want mm. to do this house. And then there are other times where we're like gone all the time. Yeah. And all the money is on trips. And we're going to go on this vacation here. And we're going to be out and doing it. Mm. And like both of those things exist in the same person. You mm. know, and it's just going through different phases. And sometimes it's like that balance, right? You need to balance out. Oh, I've been doing this too much. So now I want to be yeah. a house cat, you know? I think it just makes me feel bad because... Because, like, you can, any person can have it, quote, all. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I, all joking aside about me not leaving the house, like, I have a very nice life. I uh-huh. have a really good balance. Um, and I work, but I'm a mom. And I'm not, like, a single mom. I don't like to throw that around because I'm just divorced and Kate's dad's super involved. But I just feel like sometimes I look back at my life and I'm like, wow, I went through a lot of stuff, but I'm in a really good place. I'm so yeah. proud of myself. And you're a famous podcaster. Well, obviously. I With mean, not one, but two hit podcasts. The amount of times I get stopped because people recognize my voice is just... You're at the grocery store, and I'm like, oh, you're like, oh, thank you. And it's like... Jill? I don't mean to interrupt <laughs> you, but are you Jill Henderson? Like, I'm actually dying for John Mayer to go on tour again because that's my baseline. Uh-huh. But, like, how fun would it be for me and you to go to a concert mm-hmm. and, like, totally tell everyone which one we're going to and mm-hmm. hold, like, an unofficial... Meetup? Like, yes! Like, That'd be great. At the forum, because uh-huh. we can get there so early on the outside, right. but of course you'll be late, so we won't be able to do it, because today you were 30 minutes late. <laughs> I had to find the orange pool, pool noodle. Too much detail. Um, oh, so I was going to say that I'm yes. sad that John feels like he can't have it all. Oh, that I was, was my point. I was going to say that my greatest goal for you, when I'm going to be the happiest for you, what is, is when you go to a drive through and you order something... <laughs> And the person taking your order recognizes your voice. Oh, I don't think it was going to... I don't giggle a lot in the drive-thru, so I think uh, that's the problem. I am surprised that... I've never run into someone mm-hmm. who listens to my other podcast, which has more of a following because it's been yeah. around a little bit longer. Oh, yeah. Your other podcast is a much bigger... But hit. we ha- I, we have had a, oh, my God, I was there, too, like on Instagram uh-huh. like moments. I am, I'm excited for it to happen someday. I'll feel really cool. Do you think that everyone can have everything? 
No, that's why I mentioned the finances because uh-huh. I think it would be foolish of me to be like, everyone can have everything. What's your guys' problem? Mm-hmm. I think when you are at the level of celebrity that someone else is or has like, that finances help you have everything is what I'm saying. You okay. can make choices that maybe make it easier for you to have everything, mm-hmm. but I'm not saying that fame makes you happy. But then also if you're so famous, it's probably hard to have everything because you can't have like going to the grocery store and recognize. Like where I'm desperate yeah. for one person to recognize me, I only want one person, Lucas, then I'll be done. <laughs> like I'm good. Yeah, where you gotta have somebody take your dog to the, to the vet for me, so yeah. that some crazy person from the Humane Society doesn't no, not uh, show up. Exactly, <laughs> I would have just known about it, I've been excited, but I would not have gone. Yeah, well I mean, I think none of that really changes the idea of like, he, doesn't have that person, right? He's had several people. Yeah, no, you're right. But he you can't hasn't just had decide one... when you're going to find the person. Yeah. Right. He's never gotten married. He hasn't had children. I mean, he could have met her and just not realized it, like in his song. From the first record, right? Yeah. From Inside Tired of Being Alone, so hurry up and get here. I don't remember. Love song for no one. Yes. Like, maybe he met her one time in Vegas backstage, right. and she's wearing a hot pink tank top with butterflies. Why? That was a very oddly specific <laughs> detail there you have, Jill. Well, yes, it was. Anyways. Yeah. Um, that is all my listener feedback. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for helping us out with this one. Yes. Obviously, if you can't tell yet, this one was not... Didn't no. necessarily stoke the creative oh fires, at least Last for me time. in the way that Shadow Days did. Shadow Days, I was like, oh, I'm ready to go all day. This one, I was like, why do you think I was half hour late? Because I was like, oh, I... Yeah. Mm. What was our last song that we did? Was Shadow that Days. Shadow... Yeah, people would not stop DMing us about that. This one didn't get that response, and the response it did get, I couldn't share because it was over and over again, what's the cellar door? So oh, I'm, yeah. You know, sorry I don't have more on that, guys. Yeah. All right, next is... Now we got to rate the song. Is this uh, is this the John Mayer who sings the quiet songs, or is this the John Mayer who turns the ladies on? And I think this one is pretty obvious. Yeah, definitely a quiet song. This is a quiet song for sure. Yeah. I don't even know if there's anything to say after saying it's a quiet song. There's no hint of like ladies or yeah. love or ro- hearing about how your man's gonna hit the road on tour all the time isn't a real turn on. Yeah, I mean, it, even if you were like kind of vibing with it, because there is there is something like you said, like a lullaby quality. There is something kind of sweet. To oh, the I song. love the song. I, lo- I like yeah. the, the core change to the B section. Um, but and you're like, okay, I'm kind of like maybe I'm falling for this guy, and then mm-hmm. the minute you hear those horse hooves, just clomp, oh clomp, 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 clomp. You're like, I'm out. Okay. <laughs> Next rating question. Um, Jill, how much does this song make you love John Mayer? And I'm going to guess that this is going to be... my notes. I'm not looking. Okay. I'm looking into your soul. Mm-hmm. And I see in your soul that this is going to be is a low pink? number. Is it, no. My soul. I, no, I imagine it has sparkles. It's black. <laughs> it's no, dark. No. I'm kidding. I actually gave it a four out of five. Oh, okay. Because I like this song. I, I like the song. I like to sing it. I like to listen to it in my So car. you rated this song higher than Shadow Days. Of you how much does it make me love John? No, no, no. Back no. To you. This isn't this isn't rating the song, period. No, I know, but I mean the as far as on this particular scale. How much scale. does it make me love Absolutely. him? Absolutely. I don't mean as a song. Like I want to go hang out and of course the song isn't about hanging out in Paradise Valley, but it's just it was different and you just I like chase his the voice storm with in him? it. Yeah, it was honest. And you know how I love the deep lyric honesty thing. And yeah. So I mean they're all gonna be top scorers except for Rosie, so all right. Five. Okay. At least I stayed within the, the five. Yeah. This is um, my personal least favorite record of his. Mm-hmm. Um, and not because it's bad. Like, he's a good songwriter. He writes good songs even when they're not my cup of tea. And, like, that's totally okay. I think so often we hold up artists to the st- status that, like, they have to keep doing the same thing that they did before that got them famous. Yeah. Because I loved Continuum, so you have to keep making Continuum right. over and over again. And that's just not how art works. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not mad. Like... 
do I connect to the the instrumentation and the music of Paradise Valley? I don't really. Obviously, as you can feel about how you know how I feel about the horse clopping in the song. Yeah, it's not my culture, and music is so cultural that like it just it misses me, right? Mm-hmm. So I, that it's harder for me to connect. But I I love that he did it because it meant something to him, mm-hmm. and I think it's okay for artists to pursue different genres and do different sounds because yeah. that's where they are in their life. And I'm like, hey, you know what? This one wasn't for me. I'll catch you on the next one mm-hmm. without being like the angry guy in the comments, like yeah. John Mayer fell off. He's Why the is worst. He to be country? Go back to the old stuff, John. Yeah. Sing room for squares, John. Why no. are people on the internet so awful? Because people in real life are so awful. Accurate. And the internet just gives you access to more people. And mm-hmm. so, so statistically, you're going to have access to more terrible people. And there's more freedom to be terrible because what are you going to do to them? And that the cushion of anonymity mm-hmm. um, that provides you that safety net of yeah. like, oh, I can just, no one's going to punch me in the face yeah. for being a troll. I hate that. Yeah. Um, okay. Discussion questions. I was going to ask about the cellar door and I already did. Mm-hmm. Do you have a discussion question? How bad, how much do you hate the horse clomping, but you didn't even hear it? No. I, I got to tell you, there's not a lot of things that I pick out of a John Mayer song that anger me uh-huh. the way they can anger you mm-hmm. because like I'm not... Like the, the toy piano at the end of... Yeah, doesn't yeah. bother me at all. Uh-huh. I'm not a musician, mm-hmm. so I'll just be like, oh, that sounds pretty. And then if it doesn't sound pretty, I guess I don't think about it. And I've tried to think about that in this podcast. I'm like, do I like all his music? Mm-hmm. Or am I just conditioned on my own to like his music? Because I think it's important to be fan of a person's talent and not of the person, generally speaking. Okay. Like, my son is really into um, sports and interviews all these athletes, and we meet them a lot. And I'm like, oh, let's be a fan of their, you know, because some of them have some some seated, like, history, like a past right. that's difficult to discuss with him. Not now, because he's older. Right. And I'm like, oh, we can have a conversation about this guy. And, um, and then we meet them, and they're great. And you have, like, such a high after you meet someone famous, no matter who you are. Whether uh-huh. you think you get starstruck or not, you have a high. Because right. you're like, they're so nice, and everyone's so nice. And then I reflect a couple weeks later, I'm like, you think they were that nice? Like, we were just excited. <laughs> right. They were just okay. Right. I don't remember what my point was. That oh, you were a that, fan of their work and yeah, not Yeah, so I'm like, do I really like all these songs? And it turns out I do. So okay, there's good. Not, yeah, there's not a lot that in the songs that bothered me. What, Definitely a big fan of his talent. And also, his face. <laughs> and Moose. <laughs> and and his brain and his heart yeah, yeah he's such a poet he really is he has quite a way with words it's yeah. it's really something remarkable uh, how where would you rank this album as far as like how much you actually listen to John Mayer music it's the last okay yeah and but then also I love new stuff mm-hmm. that's new just new to me uh-huh. it's a very specific thing I like okay not when people come out with new albums okay when I find something of theirs that's old that I miss okay I don't know it just makes me happy okay and so I can find a lot of that here okay <laughs> Um, and it's my least favorite, but it, I'm not even saying it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's my least listened to, but it's not. I mean, I'm very content also listening to it. It's just, it's just not my favorite. And I thought it was because it was a place and time thing. Because mm. like I said, those two albums, like whatever was happening with him, a lot you of the fans so seem to have not caught it. Mm-hmm. And then also there's just so much going on in my life that right. was, it was a crazier time. Um, but even still, I just think this one, it just isn't my very favorite. That being said, I think it's still amazing. So in my job, in the day job, I do like about once a month, I have to pull like a crazy late night where I'm just staying up mm-hmm. doing paperwork all night. And I like to listen that's to music. That's not because of your job. That's because of your time management, to clarify. Also, also true. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I like to listen to music, but I have to put on music that's like not going to distract me. Sure. 
And so if I elevator I'm, music, yeah, if I'm gonna listen to John Mayer, I will almost always go to this record mm-hmm. because uh, the search for everything will just make me cry the whole time, mm-hmm. um, and then the other stuff is maybe a little too engaging. But this is just like, like I said, I don't hate it. So yeah. very similar to what you're. I think we have very similar feelings about this. I don't hate it. Some of the songs are very well done and well written, and mm-hmm. it's, but it's just it's not my cup of tea. I don't identify culturally with it, right? Yeah, in um, the way I do with the music that. I like the bands yeah. that I would wear on a shirt, right? Sure. I'm not walking around with a Paradise Valley shirt. I have a John Mayer t-shirt. I got it at Forever 21. Oh, okay. And I was like, what's this doing here? <laughs> How long I ago was it. this? Before, right before the search for everything, okay. I think. Maybe what's... right after. I remember being upset I couldn't go to the concert. That's when I got my new roof. So I couldn't afford to go to the concert. Got it. And so I bought myself that shirt. And then I have one other one that I got for going going to his virtual show. Uh-huh. They're like, use this code and get a shirt. I'm like, yeah, right. It's been like $500 for shipping. It wasn't. It was all free. And now I have a shirt. So why have you not like taken a picture for our Instagram in this John Mayer shirt? Well, I don't really like to put myself on our Instagram a lot. But you're the star. No one's here for me. No, I disagree. No, I they're think... all here for John. No, he... and here's what I want to say. If you are here for Jill, and I know many of you are, <laughs> no, you not. need to jump into the DMs <laughs> at Mayor Studies on Instagram. I do need a lot of attention. That would be nice. <laughs> at Mayor Studies on Instagram and tell Jill how many of you are here just because of her. I know I am chief amongst you. Well, you're I would literally be here, here just because of me because I invited without you. you. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> And I think that there's a large swath of our audience. So I disagree. But that's I your homework, that. listeners. That doesn't mean they want pictures, selfies of me and my John Mayer T-shirt. Maybe I'll take a picture of the shirts. It's content, that's right? That's fair. I wish I would have gotten shirts back when I saw him, like in Vegas. And mm-hmm. I didn't. I never understood the concept of concert shirts. I think, oh, you have to carry it around. It's annoying. The only time I've bought a shirt at a concert mm-hmm. is when we went to see Jimmy Eat World. Oh, nice. And I still have it. Awesome. But like packed away. It was a very special shirt. It had angel wings on the back. Oh, so it must have been after the, it was on the probably Bleed American tour then. I think then. so, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't buy concert shirts, mm-hmm. like the ones with like the tour dates and stuff on the back, yeah. but I, I love a good band shirt mm-hmm. because like music is my ethos, right? Yeah. So if I'm dressing in a way that like I want to tell the world who I am, like having the bands that I listen to, mm-hmm. the music that I make. So my ethos is like a shirt with cupcakes? Do you have a cupcake shirt? That'd be dope. <laughs> no, but no, I want one. Oh yeah, you should have one. <laughs> Jump into the DMs with your best cupcake shirts. <laughs> yeah, uh, my wife was just making fun of me yesterday because she's like, uh, she's my daughter's asking to wear my honey shirt, and I was like, oh, I don't have one. She's like, that's your band. You don't have your own band shirt. I was like, you no. Pay that twenty dollars for it. No, I just didn't like, even. You like, could have got it at cost. <laughs> I could have, right? But it just like felt weird to wear my own band. I guess. I don't know. John Mayer rocks his own merchandise like it's going out of style. I guess that means I've got to do his, it It's not like, his face on it, though. It just says, like, Saab Rock or whatever. So, like, our next photo shoot, you'll wear the John Mayer shirt, I'll wear the honey shirt, and we're good to go. Okay, I love it. <laughs> All right. I'm, like, so worried about what I'm going to wear to the concert now we have our meetup. Oh, right? Someone needs to put well, this Well, we've got, like, a whole another album cycle to go before no, there. He's got to no. make another record and put it you out before You can go on tour without a record. You can, but he's not going to. Oh, we didn't talk about... Okay, so my friend... I have a friend who went to the Dead & Co. show. Oh, the one at Dodger Stadium? Yeah, the one at Dodger Stadium. Nice. And he posted a bunch of stuff on Instagram. Uh-huh. So sleepy. Not a fan. 
I just like I'm so glad I didn't go to the I show. Think you I already knew you were a fan of Dead and Co. Death. Yeah, I think you know or you you know in advance. Yeah, it's just it's, it's not for was me. Was he a fan or he just went to go see? Because like oh the concert at Dodger Stadium. Let's I go. I don't I didn't. He's a big music guy, right? Mm. So I didn't know him specifically to be yeah. a Dead Co. fan, but mm. obviously he went and he posted like a zillion videos, and I watched every single video because I was yeah. curious. I wanted to know. Yeah, I don't think they're for everybody. They're definitely not for. But everybody. I think that a lot of people have ended up becoming fans because of John. Because of John. And I know the fans of Dead and Company were like, yeah, hard pass on John, and then ended up embracing him. That's good. As a lot of people, I, I think, love, yeah, do. I yeah. love that. The talent wins you over in the end. Yeah, I don't yeah. like, I'm, this is going to sound stupid, but I try to avoid it because the last thing I want is mm-hmm. to spend more time, <laughs> like, watching things with John Mayer in them, uh-huh. or like, being a fan, and then wanting to go to concerts I can't afford. Right. So, but he's saying, I think it's called, like, Fire on the Mountain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At, um... When I went to see him at the mini outdoor stage show at Jimmy Kimmel, uh-huh. and it, I loved it. Okay. And I was like, man, I'm I'm not a great fan. I have no idea what album this is from. And it was a Dead and Company song or a Grateful Dead song. Mm-hmm. I found out later, and I'm like, are you serious? Like, I was so mad. That's like one of like three Grateful Dead songs that I know. It's oh, really? Fun, yeah. yeah, it's a good song. Cool. Um, all right. Well, I guess that concludes things except for... Next week, Yes. the fans get to choose. Yay! I love yes. when you guys choose... More than when I choose. Really? Yeah. I think it's always interesting. I think the choices have been very interesting and mm-hmm. indicative of, like, what kind of drives the fan base. Yeah. So uh, the heavy lifting is all yours this week, guys. Get us get us something good. Something we can really sink our teeth sink into. Sink our teeth into. I hate that phrase. And then also the week after that is when my friend Amy, who was with me when I met John Mayer, is coming on the podcast. We're not talking about that, but we invited her to analyze My Stupid Mouth because it was one of her favorite songs, the first John Mayer song. She's not sure it's the first one she heard, but the first one I heard because she played it for me at her house. And she, like John, is very quick-witted, very clever, a poet in her own right. She is the best. A teacher on summer break, so yes. she has time to come spend with us, and I am so excited about it. And then we'll go back to Lucas's turn, my turn. Oh, so, yeah, so Walt Grace is a ways away. A ways away. That's yeah. okay, because i got to go really through excited. a whole nother cycle plus. Yeah, that's okay. We'll Do you there. have a prediction as for what the fans are going to pick? I don't think it's going to be off Paradise Valley. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're the one who sees the votes. Is there been a song that's been showing up each time that just I, hasn't I quite made it yet? I can't remember now because okay. it's very overwhelming to try and collect that data right. and then decide what goes into the the um, survey part, uh-huh. the polls. So I don't, I don't, but I think that it'll be you know a stronger hit probably or a deep cut. So basically, I said it could be anything. That was Is, helpful. All right. Is it super surprising that we haven't done slow dancing in a burning room yet? Yes. Well, I wanted to do it, but I avoided it for you okay. specifically because you were like, oh, I don't think I can do that yet. I'm good. No, I think we're both fine with yeah. anything now. Um, and then I thought, well, the fans will pick it, so I'm not even going to worry That's about it. That's why I keep waiting. John fans yes. But now you're like, now you're, it's a leading question. Are you trying to get them to do it? Just pick it yourself. I mean, if the fans happen to pick a song I oh, want to talk about. Oh, by the way, about... Luke is annoyingly... <laughs> answers or questions on Instagram. I'm like, what's your no, suggestion? Yeah. And then Lucas will put a suggestion. I'm like, dude, I'm not using your suggestion. It's the, the listener's choice. And they'll put up the poll and he'll vote on the poll. And yes. I literally, if I could do math, I would subtract your vote, but I can't. Hey, Jill, I'm a fan first, all right? I'm a fan <laughs> of this podcast. I'm a fan of your work and, and of you. So I want to interact. I want to be part of the community too. <laughs> well, I don't know what's 
happening, but I have a lot of good self-esteem right now, so nice. I can send it. Oh, and man. if you want to be a part of the community, join us at Mayor Studies on Instagram. Uh, I, I I love it. I, I'm getting more and more people who are following me from the podcast. I'm, I actually got, oh, I should have told you, I got a couple messages this time from people on my personal account. You did? Yeah. What did they say? Very kind, just like oh. about about the last episode, about Shadow Days. Nice. Someone yeah. um, took a part of our recording. Mm -hmm. I just reshared it. I don't know if you saw it yet, because we shouted her out. And she was like, I'm so deep in the Mariverse. Check this out, guys. Like, they mentioned me on a podcast. Heck yeah. And I loved that. That's dope. I love making people happy and getting to talk about it together. So we look forward to what you guys choose. And then uh, hopefully a more interactive feedback about it. Because none of us had a lot to say about Badge and Gun. For sure. And I hope you have a good week. All right. See you later.